Welcome to The Goddess and the Medicine Woman with Melissa McHugh and Sydney Decker. In this episode, we talk with Paul Quinton, a spirit and soul channel and a powerhouse of esoteric experience, diving into the new energy and the challenges of being human while on a healing path. Come on in and join the conversation. Hi, Sydney Decker. Hi, Melissa McHugh. What's going on today? It's Mercury Retrograde. Yep, Mercury is in retrograde, and I'm just swimming in the abyss that I dropped into on our last episode. <laughs> I'm just floating there and just letting things kind of be what they are at this point. I'm not going to overwhelm myself or overworry or anything, so. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I've been telling people that a lot lately. They're, they're like, all the things, all the things, and I'm just like, I think we're just being asked to just take a breath and accept a lot of what's happening you know, and just kind of roll with a lot of the changes occurring in our, in our lives. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. And I'm also just starting to accept change as the normal. So many of us try to avoid change or try to avoid, or we have this fear of change. And it's honestly the only constant that I've been aware of. Yeah. You can't keep anything the same if it wants to change or yeah. grow. We're growing and evolving. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just riding the waves. I got my surfboard. <laughs> no. Nice. Awesome. Well, we do have another guest today. We're very excited. Um, our guest today's name is Paul Quinton. And Paul grew up in a spiritual and psychic family. So this is going to be interesting. He has been involved in an esoteric, um, in the esoteric all of his life, uh, allowing him to fulfill his soul's contract as a healer, teacher, channel, and writer. Um, and he also has a patented uh, new modality that's insured in 45 countries, which will be accompanied by the release of his channeled books through Spirit's Voice, Assisting Humanity, Making Our Shift into the New Earth Golden Age. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to talk to him about that. And um, so we want to say welcome, Paul Quinton. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me on, Melissa and Sydney. Nice to be here. Awesome. So I really want to dive right into that because um, most people, it seems like, grow up in the opposite of that. People that are not awake, people that, you know, have no idea. And if you're someone who is, you know, spiritual in any way, even from the beginning as a child, a little bit different, people are like, what is happening with this child? But it seems like you were born right into a family that um, knew all about that stuff. And that's how you grew up. So I'm really interested in hearing um, what that was like for you. And at any time, did you rebel against that? <laughs> yes. So let, let me start at the beginning. So yeah, so basically, yes, I did grow up in a spiritual sort of psychic family. So my sort of usual Tuesday night would be we would have a sitting or a, as we call seance, where we used to help stuck souls. We'd talk to spirit, you know, we'd have um, sort of information come in. Um, there was a couple of close friends to my grandparents that also were also involved. So different people would hold it. Um, and then we got into the sort of channeling process. My mum was also involved. So she used to channel this uh, American Indian. So she just speak with this man's voice, which was quite, <laughs> quite bizarre. It, was, it always took about two days to get her voice back. Um, it's evolved a lot now, the channeling process, which is great. <laughs> so I don't think she'd like to do that again. Um, so, so that was my norm. So I used to grow up um, and obviously I, would, I was quite psychic as a child. So I'd see spirit, I'd smell things. A lot of my senses were obviously heightened, you know, up to the age of seven, we're still very much connected to the non-physical realms. Um, and it's sort of around eight, we start to kick in and become more human. 
Um, so that that first few years um, was, was fantastic. Um, so it, like I said, it was very normal for me. So it was a very much a normal practice. Uh, and to be honest, that's where I found solace. I found comfort more in the non-physical than the, than, than the physical. Because obviously the physical is very fickle in its nature. And obviously there's a lot of emotions and energies and stuff. So that was always sort of my go-to. And I sort of always thought, felt that that was my safety net to have that conversation with something non-physical more than a physical. Um, so that's how I sort of grew up. Um, I did go through a lot of fear very young um, because obviously there was a lot of noises, there was different things, um, and no one wants to see anything in the dark when they go to the toilet 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, so, <laughs> so there was a lot of, you know, so there's a lot of processing of that. Um, and it was only in my teenager years when I was delving more into opening up more of the psychic centers. And of course, this type of journey for you to really accomplish it properly, you have to go into the shadow. So that's on your own healing, but also the shadow forces. So they're they're all around us all the time anyway. Obviously, it's the magnetic energy we're putting out that draws that to us. Um, but I had some very dark encounters, shall I say, in my sort of early 20s. And that really was a great gift because it allowed me to see beyond the veil, but also know that there's nothing really to fear. It's only your belief systems that create the fear. Um, and also facing a lot of these shadow beings, not all of them are nasty, they're perceived nasty, but they've all got a voice. So it really changed your perceptive, perception, sorry, because obviously on here with some primordial concepts of duality, of what's light, what's dark, you know, we have religion, God and devil and all the rest of it. And there's always this polar opposite, but really it's the same consciousness, just at different ends of the spectrum. So that was something that I really integrated from a young age and really sort of had a foundation. And I think having that foundation creates a unified current in your cellular body. And that's also allowed me to sort of ground and bring more consciousness through, especially through my channeling process. Um, so that's, I'm getting a bit ahead of time, but sorry, I've got a bit forward, but but my childhood generally, yes, was very much um, non-physical interaction. Um, and, and having that sort of um, connection really gave me a sense of, of belonging as well. So, yeah. Yeah, and for that, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, that is like super interesting. And how did you start to notice your own um, gifts that you had? Because you you were saying how your mom and your family had certain gifts, but when did you start to realize like your gifts and what ones do you tend to align with even now? Okay, so um, so obviously having psychic awareness was always I always saw that as a gift, but as a as a working now and fine tuning. Yes, I'd say around uh, 2000, um, when I was about, yeah, yeah, it must have been about 2000, I was about 24, I started doing, I came out of the military, and I came in and started doing more of the natural therapies, because obviously growing up, you know, I became a teenager, I had that normal life, always had spirit there, but then I was very much into the human part of the program, then I went in the military, then I come out, and I thought, now I need to go inwards, so it's around 2000, it's about 23 years ago. Um, so then just slowly developing the psychic skills to be able to intuit. So like when I work with someone or do I work directly with their soul? So I talk directly to their soul. I can talk to their emotions and go to the cells, their organs, and then you have conversations and that sort of gives you a bigger picture. So fine tuning that ability to be able to have that communication. And also, you know, a lot of non-physical realms, they work on imagery um, and creativity. So they'll put an image or some sort of sensation into your system. So then you sort of articulate that into words. So there's that sort of process of being a medium for that type of information. Um, but I'd say um, that sort of just developed over and over the years. And I'd say in the last eight years, I think it's really been finely tuned. Um, and it was probably, 
yeah, seven, eight years ago, then I started channeling, actually writing, uh, and then bringing a lot of the work through. So that's what the modality is actually written on. I've got sort of a book coming out, hopefully very soon. It's just gone on to the literary agent last week. So it's actually an American publisher. So hopefully we'll, that'll all take off soon. So this should all be this year. Um, and that's really the first book of bringing that information through um, because I put out a call in my early 20s that I wanted to do something more authentic from me um, and, and bring something that's, you know, you know, any sort of merging with spirit, you know, you're bringing, there's many great channels on the planet, you know, and at the end of the day, there's only one way and it's the universal way, right? So regardless of anyone's belief systems, it's just the way it is. So how you bring that information through is your unique marriage and union with spirit. So when you bring that voice through, that's your way of articulating it, which makes it personal to you. Um, but that that obviously that information is held in collective people. Um, and so, you know, obviously when the big thing for me is also bringing doubt, because when you have doubt, when you're channeling, there cannot be a union with spirit because mm -hmm. doubt actually blocks it. And then a lot of channelers compare themselves to other people. This mm -hmm. creates further doubt and then it further enhances the ego consciousness. So and that's when you can start to get misinformation coming through from different planes of consciousness. So really, I had to sit for about six months every night for about two hours to really clear a lot of my other channels mm -hmm. to bring through that more clearer information. Yeah, that's so interesting because I have only had one experience with channeling. I've never even thought about becoming a channel. I mean, I do a lot of, you know, work with clients and, and different things, um, speaking to them from what feels like it's coming from my higher self or, you know other things but it's a completely different thing and i just remember during a reiki session it i was hearing messages and usually i'm a, i i see i'm a clairvoyant so i see messages i kept hearing a voice saying this person needs to hear this they need to hear this and i'm like okay so then afterwards it said go over and sit on the floor with them and i went over and we sat on the floor and something took over and i can't ex really explain it except for it felt like a hand went up behind me and was holding the back of my head and I moved aside and I was listening to this message and I was like this is very interesting I've never had that happen before and I've never had that happen since and I was like is that like what a true channel is where you are really part of it it, but you're not and you just kind of feel like something is in control yeah there's there's a few different channeling ways of doing things um generally a channel that brings through a spirit like my mum used to do it so he'd literally jump into a body and take over the voice cord they, they do it differently now and this was going back this is in the 90s so the consciousness on the planet was a lot denser then it's a lot lighter now so the information's easy to pass through the veil so now what they're doing, and I've worked with a couple of channels, um, they'll step into the person's body, but the person goes into the back of their consciousness. So they're sort of sitting back viewing it, but they don't get all the, I mean, they can feel it, but they don't get that sort of exhaustion afterwards, although some people do, but it's not as intense as it used to be. So they, they've explained it to me that they're sitting at the back of their own head, really. <laughs> and there's someone in front of them speaking through their body. I suppose that's the best way to... I think that's just a very unique experience. But for me, what it is, is it's just a, it's just a knowing that, that everything just drops into my mind and I can start speaking the words. Or I can just write it. So it's, I don't feel anything really. I mean, I feel, 
okay. I feel I feel normal. There's a, I feel elevated, obviously, yeah. but there's no sort of there's no surreal sort of experience going on. No, not for me. Yeah. But I prefer that actually because it's very. I can just do it any time. I can just right. be in that moment. I don't have to. I can literally grab a pen and channel within five to six seconds. So it's an instant switch on. So which is nice. So you know, because sometimes when you're working with clients, you have to get into a deeper space and sometimes ask right. outside of what's going on. Because sometimes a lot of emotion and energy, and you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's a good so skill to have in the moment. So yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. A, a similar experience that I have, which I didn't realize um, I was even like a channel. I just thought I just had clear knowing. But how you're explaining it especially for me with writing, as soon as I pick up my handwriting changes, I will literally see it change. And then it's like just coming out of me and I'm looking down at the paper, like, that's good. That's art. Okay, cool. Like, because it's not necessarily Sydney, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my personality that's walking around. But when I also work with clients too, I'll feel like elevated you know, I'll feel at a higher place and then the information yeah. comes through and then I'm just saying stuff and they're like, wow, what'd you just say? And I'm like, I don't know. What did I just say? Because it's like it's coming through because I plug into a particular client. So that way I yeah. can help them with their particular stuff and I can see all this stuff. And then the information comes through me as clear knowing. So thank you for describing that process because I struggle so much with doubt, like so, 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 so much with doubt because it kind of brings it back to the world you know the world as a whole doesn't operate in this way or like if I, if I say like I spirit just told me this people are like oh right sure it did you know what I mean it, it creates this whole like people doubt too because yeah. if they're not connected in that way how could you be connected in that way so then it makes me doubt my process so how have you I would like to hear a little bit more about that journey for you overcoming that doubt and just showing up and doing what it is that you do regardless I mean you grew up in the family so that helped you but you also said you went and you lived your teens you went into the military that's completely different than spirit yeah. <laughs> especially with what the job I used to do so. yeah, <laughs> yeah so I would like to hear about that process that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool yeah well I just say I'm a Gemini so there you go oh okay fine <laughs> oh I am too I am too <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I know about those Geminis Woo! Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot in our family yeah yeah um so sorry just come back so the question was how did I overcome my doubt was that you, sorry yeah so yeah. how did you well first I want to hear because especially as like um being a male practitioner mm. doing that like did you feel like you okay I'm going to start with this the overcoming the doubt but what made you go into the military was that kind of your process of going into the dark and then coming out in the light like I don't know you're just a very interesting person in general I want to hear that process <laughs> yeah i think the military was um to overcome spirit said to me many times that you've you've i've always been in conflict i said this life you've come just to be of service to stay out of the conflict um so if you look at a lot of my past life they show me I, i've been in you know all of the huge conflicts so you know we've, as old as old as sold we've had a lot of lives so of course we've been plugged into that and don't forget the last few thousand years it's it's all been war isn't it this term being everything's war so we're, we're always participating in that um so it was an energy that i think i needed just to get out of myself and just face that and let go and say actually that doesn't serve me any longer and that's exactly mm. what i did and i'd actually had enough of it. i'd had enough of the hypocrisy the ego just a very negative environment it was just very awful it was awful 
and then don't get me wrong there's a lot of great stuff as well you know there's the fitness you know we used to we asked you know the job itself was quite very interesting um so yeah it was blind dark but at the end of the day it was for me to say no more uh, and let that go so that that's probably why i went in why i did well i went in, in the military um so when i came out at the last probably last four months it's something woke in me and there was a guy that came up and he started doing reiki and he just started talking to me he said oh, i've just done this course and i said and he was just mirroring to me that you know what i'd been feeling with that my next path was now just to go straight to the healing because mm -hmm. i was having i was doing a lot of psychic development when i was in the military so i was having very intense psychic experiences so i was growing as i was in there so when i came out i was like right let's go i need to put this into a practitioner uh, and then I started doing the courses. I did the massage and I went traveling on the cruise ships a couple of years just to do the massage, running the spas. And then I was teaching the Reiki on there and I was doing my theta healing, my Seishim, Rashiba, all the different, you know, we was doing loads of different therapies. Um, and then I think the doubt, coming back to your question, the doubt really is it just takes time because it's it's the ego consciousness. So when I started working more with the divine feminine energy, so the, the main consciousness I channeled at the beginning with the Viridians, the part of the consciousness I work with, and they're more masculine, mental. Uh, and then the, the Algorians came in, and they're from the Star of Algor, which is in our constellation. And that's the divine, raw feminine energy. So they're coming in to bring me, and they were taking me into the more depths of trust, into the feminine, receptive, intuitive part of myself. So I'm still in that process of, I don't have the doubt anymore. What I do have is... The doubt is only when I'm asking real deep questions about myself because my mind pops mm. in. So that's the process. For other people writing, no problem. But when it comes to yourself, it's like, oh, oh. So I totally get it. Um, but that's a, that's a work in progress. You know, I'm probably, I would say, I'm 90% there completely being unplugged from of that that polarity. I'm almost in alignment, you know, and it and it takes time. This year has been one of the hardest years. I mean, I've, I completely lost myself at the beginning of the year. Um, and I talked to a lot of people that have been in this field a long time and well-established. They said, you know, we're feeling the same. Like, this is something really going on. Um, mm -hmm. And I've been telling all my clients to do videos on it, you know, because the Aquarian Age officially kicked in this year. And the, and the feminine energy is coming back on, but it has to release the masculine energy because most males don't believe that they've been abandoned by the feminine energy. And there's this deep conscious programming that's now coming up. And it's and it's spewing in human collective consciousness and you know and it's really intense <laughs> i mean it's really intense and that shadow has really been coming to the forefront and i've been feeling the most ancient despair like i mean it's it's i even put my leg out and pulled all my nerves out i've had all these physical reactions for six months i was dry reaching every night at 10 p.m and i'd do two dry reaches and it was just my emotional body releasing it like <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad you're saying all this. This it's is like it resonates. So, and it, we, yeah, we talk about it all the time. It's like, what is happening? What is happening? And we yeah. know what's happening, but it's still sometimes it's so intense. And just to have yeah. other people to say they're going through that same thing, it's like, whoo, okay. Yeah, it makes it more normal. <laughs> you know? <doesn't> it? Yes, <laughs> exactly. I'm not yeah, because insane. everyone. That's what I was. Everyone's on the surface who's not dropping deep is losing their mind because we're exactly. losing our mind collectively because we have to to drop down into our heart this is what i've been saying so like the insanity on this planet is at an all-time high and you can just tell like i don't spend a lot of time up here anymore i'm like dee 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 i drop <laughs> down in and i swim here because 
it's way better. But at the same time, I feel what you're saying about this despair. Like sometimes I am crying and I'm like, I'm crying for 50 million years ago. Like, I, I don't yeah, know how exactly. to explain it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the most ancient trauma coming to the surface. Yeah, yes, absolutely. thank thank you for yeah. saying all of this. Because this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I've been getting certain like intuitive guidance because I um have been channeling for, uh, I don't know, like they told me that, I don't talk about this a lot, but they told, I see seven pillars. They're like these big ginormous pillars of light and they're from okay. a star system. And yeah. um, I asked them like what I should call them. And they said like the easiest word is like something like the, at first it was like we're the Galactic Federation or some type of something like I don't know exactly the wording, but um, they my cousin also saw them in like a Reiki session standing around me these by ginormous pillars of light, and they told me to call them just the Star Lords, so I call them that because it's like mm -hmm. some wording that I makes sense to me, but I have been seeing them more and more and more and more, and like they just getting this download of light and light and light. Yeah. Is that? Well, they're, they're talking like to me now. They're, they're talking to me now. They're all around you. I, could, I can't see the seven pillars, but they're, they're palladian conscious. And they put a blue, you've got a blue crystal. There's something in your thyroid here. And this yes! is where your power centers here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I could yeah, cry. See? Yeah. Wow. Yes. I've got chills all over my body. <laughs> yeah, me too. And that's what I heard. I kept being, I kept hearing palladian, 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 palladian yeah, for the like palladian, the longest time. I see them very clearly. Yeah, I channel okay, palladian. Thank God. <laughs> Because I was in doubt. I was like, no way. But yeah, the Palladian, I keep hearing them. Or I, yep. And it's tingling right. I'm not even making that up. So yeah. yeah and I've had, yeah. guess what? I've had thyroid problems forever. There you go. Yeah. And wow. throwing chakra yeah. issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're working with that. So you need to breathe into that every day for five minutes and just okay. acknowledge it with love. And just, just even if you step outside and view yourself at a distance, like use your imagination and just look at the thyroid and see the light emanating. And, it, and if, if you just observe it, that's all you need, because everything in existence is looking for an observation of its existence. So if you observe it with no attachment, it will start to relax and release. So they're working okay. on you. So you're getting a lot of healing there. So it's good. Yeah, it's a blue, yeah. beautiful, beautiful, bright blue. It's like a big blue stone. Awesome. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what I've been feeling. So thank you for saying that. That's yeah. amazing. Well, what is this um, modality that you have created? Yes, yeah, so it's uh, four, four, mod four modules plus practitioner. Um, so basically it's working, there's a, there's a lot to it, so I, I won't go into all the depth of it, but basically each module takes you into the next process. I'm teaching it how spirit told me to teach it because they need, they need certain things to be grounded, they need certain things to, to be removed before we can go into the deeper aspects. So the first module really is about clearing the emotional body, getting the ego into alignment with the heart and the soul, um, and then we do a lot of activations, which is basically, it's like the old temple days when we go into the temples, like in ancient light cycles that we've been, when we would just turn up to temples, we'd have activations, we'd be connecting with the non-physical. So really they are about um, opening up all of the nine realms in the body, which is the nine chakra system. So we work traditionally with the seven, plus we have the, the soul star and the earth star. So we work with the nine realms because human beings work within nine realms of consciousness. So um, so that's how we work. So that's the new information. Um, and there's some astrology we bring into it, which is more healing astrology, not your traditional stuff. Um, we have uh, we work on the, the four basic patterns, which is uh, Earth star up to solar plexus, 
which is sort of your fear, your injustice, your loneliness, you know, the abandonment and denial that human beings have experienced. Everyone has those patterns. Uh, we go into the base pattern of inadequacy and self-betrayal, which are the foundation of all of human <laughs> consciousness. Yes. Um, so, so we start to get people to move through those energies, starting to work and open them up. That's, that's it in a nutshell in the module one. Uh, and then we do a lot of practice. We start to develop them psychically uh, and get the intuition open. Um, so we do some one-on-ones and group work. Um, module two is all shadow energy. We go into the brain, the hypothalamus. We go into the, the planets that are connected into our bodies, all the trauma there from wars and stuff. So we start to remove all of that, especially around the reptilian brain stem, which is your flight-flight response. Uh, there's a low-grade frequency there that's teaches well it's basically imprisons human consciousness it's, it causes to sort of capitulate unconsciously uh, it's a low-grade frequency of about 20 hertz that's been placed around the brain so we start to remove that we get into the misinformation in the cell bodies um, so it's very much shadow energy we remove a lot of the religious programming that's stopping from people sort of from opening up especially psychics and healers that have been you know burned and stabbed to death because they've been psychic um, so a lot of that scar work that stops people from opening up again in this life. So there's a lot of that process that goes on. And again, spirit come in and they're doing so much more. I mean, well, I'm only conscious of probably 10% of what's going on, to be honest. It's like, <laughs> you know how they work. Um, and then the third one oh, yeah. is getting more into starting to connect in with our interdimensionality. So we start introducing uh, the Syrians come in that I work with. They are also very much instrumental. Um, so they come in and start working with the individual, starting to form a consciousness. There's a few more activations that we do. Um, we get into Viridian resequencing, which is basically what they're doing is they're opening up in the mind complex and re-energizing the meridian system. So the meridian system is obviously what we're built on. So when the soul goes right, I'm going to incarnate into America, it will build its meridian system in accordance with the energy of America. Then it will plug all of its lifetimes of stuff that's unresolved. So basically, the meridian system's laid, then the heart starts to form, then the hypothalamus. Now, the hypothalamus is the physical suitcase of the soul. So a lot of these birth defects that we get in children is meridians are entangled. There's, there's those, those patterns that are unresolved, and this is what causes birth defects. Also, what's now happening with these millennial new children is what they're saying is that foreign DNA, which is actually interdimensional, multidimensional DNA from other aspects of your lives, is trying to merge with this physical body. And the body's rejecting it. So that's also now what's going on currently, which the medical profession still hasn't quite understood yet. So there's a lot of that. So we really get into that sort of information. We talk about the base of the structure of the body, how the body works, um, introduction to the non-physical realms. They start to have very intense experiences with, with non-physical beings. Um, and then the fourth really is a process of taking that deeper. Again, more activations. There's, there's deeper psychic healing. Uh, and we do a lot of ancient trauma release. Um, and anyone on the group has always been, has had a past life with other partic participants on the group. So everyone that comes together. So we also have a soul healing and that can sometimes take three or four hours. Like it's quite intense. And uh, people start going, they've never met them go, oh, I don't, I don't like that person. <laughs> you know, and, and it's all these energies coming up from their other lives. So wow. it's quite, it's quite unique. And every, every session's different. Um, we have a structure, but then spirit will come and say, right, we're doing this tonight. And it's like, OK, fine, let's do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's 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 yeah, it's malleable, shall we say. <laughs> wow. And then the practitioner level is really about basically allowing us to be practitioners. And that's why I've got it insured. And, it's you know, it's it's been patented now. Um, but that that's a process of 
real psychic development and, and intuitive insight. And that lasts a lot longer. I normally do that over about three to four months as well. So it's really preparing the person to be fully integrated and they have to go into their shadow self because a lot of healers can only take the clients halfway. And I always come to me and say, well, I've stopped. I can't go anymore. I've been doing this 20 years. And I said, well, you haven't gone into your shadow. And they say, oh, oh yeah, I haven't. Because until you go into the shadow, you can't, you can't create oscillation and everything's in oscillation. And this comes back to about change and movement that you were saying. Everything has to swing. So, you know, it's the same as the atom. So we can't be unilateral anymore in our approach to things. So we have to go into that shadow energy. So that's really a big part of the work is facing the shadow. So, yeah. Thank you for wow. saying that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That just sounds amazing. Yeah. And the book that you're, um, just one book you're writing that has to do with that? No, well, no, I've got a few. I'm, I've got the first one ready. Um, so that's just literally going out now. Uh, so as soon as it goes to the publisher, we're just doing a final edit now. Uh, the publisher's interested. He actually said, look, come change a few things. Can you put some new stuff in there? So I revamped it all, channeled it, and put another 30,000 words in. So that's about 90,000 words. Um, so there's another book that's in, in the process. And I'm still channeling lots of stuff, so that'll be organic. So I want to bring out a few books. Absolutely. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 That sounds incredible. And I've got some decks of cards I'm creating at the moment as well. Awesome. Since, since Doreen Virtue left the market, there's a space. So we're good. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Which I don't even. That's another conversation. That's another story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah. That, <laughs> but I want to get your view on the Aquarian Age. Just like the change that you, from your perspective. Yeah, like working well, with clients, again, different things. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Well, you know, a lot of people talk about ascension. Spirit said, "You're not ascending anywhere. You're multidimensional. You already live everywhere. So how how can you ascend somewhere?" What they want us to do is be human. They want us to drop our soul back into our physical body and have spiritual realization while we're awake. So this is we're getting out of that all that misinformation, new age hype stuff. So really, the Aquarian age is that. It's about awakening to the realm that's already around us. So basically, we're just removing the veil. Um, you can call that fourth density if you want, no problem. But really, it's a realm of consciousness that we've already existed in, in our light body. So we're just awakening that again. So the Aquarian age really is about kicking that in. But the Aquarian age for me personally is about the divine feminine energy being, being birthed back on the planet. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So even when I work with my clients first, we do a feminine release. Uh, we do a lot of work around the feminine energy to start with just to get them in a receptive state because they've got so many programs, subconscious blocks that are blocking that. So um, the Aquarian Age, yeah, it's really about a rebirth. It's about the earth becoming a bright star again. Um, it's about us not needing to be in survival anymore. Survival is now a choice. Spirit mm -hmm. said to us, we're actually going backwards now. We, we keep mm. repeating patterns. We don't need to do that anymore. So this is why people like us can have a voice now and be free with that voice. And, you know, hopefully people are listening. So the Aquarian Age killed. really is a shift. Yeah, yeah, it's a shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an awakening experience. It's just us now moving. Because ultimately we're going to go back into our galactic family. You know, we, we're the only planet in our galaxy that doesn't talk to other planets. I mean, it's everyone's looking at Earth going, what are they doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exactly. That's so amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So for me, yeah. primarily, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more to the Aquarian Age and, and the cycles, but it's just a lot of information. But it's just that frequency, that freedom, that that ability to become mutable again because we've been so static. 
um, and it's it's time to, to free that. The great thing that he said to me is like, so, you know, suffering is now a choice. It's great, great. We don't have to be living in this gift of separation any longer. We've we've done it. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we, we're masters at it. Uh, now we need to break that cycle. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So love that. Yeah, and I ready. feel that I feel this call of the feminine, and she calls for inside of me, and it's just this. But I also feel that barrier that you said of the reptilian brain that keeps there is an actual thing in my brain i have been noticing it it's like this underdeveloped you have been saying that yeah that's wild this underdeveloped part of my brain that when i try to tap into my multidimensionality it's like keep it's i don't know it's just this is all i get like yeah, it's like yeah. it won't let me it is, yeah yeah and it's like a vibration they show me it's, it operates on about 20 hertz they actually gave me the, i think it's 20 hertz i don't understand all the brain waves but anyway so it's 20 hertz and basically yeah like it, so it, it has the conflict of mars in it so uh, which is why we're, we're always battling ourselves and there's a nervousness and sadness in the mars energy that sits in everyone's human consciousness and that's stuck in the brain stem as well and it actually stops you from accessing stellar consciousness and it yep. dies down the ability, the inspiration, ability to think for ourselves, which is why human, humans just follow what the government, you know, most people just follow what the TV tells them. And that's because of that brainwave. It's, it's crazy. Um, yes. And like I said, it, it, you, you, it causes, it feeds the ego with despair, causing it to divide. So you, that's why we're always questioning all the time. Yep. Where did that come from, though? I mean, why is it there? Shadow forces back a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't get into all of that because there's a lot of people yeah. who speak about all that, but yeah. I'm I'm very much about that. I understand all that stuff, but I, I try yeah, to yeah. keep it on the light side. No, but I don't mind talking about it, but sure. it's, it's yeah. a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no shadow. <laughs> but again, let's 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 talk about that. We are the shadow. We're yeah, the I ones that are actually that. blocking it. So yeah. we're the same. You know, we've all been those shadow people another lifetime. So we can't, there's no mm-hmm. judgment. Um, and we actually create it for our own fear. The only reason, mm-hmm. like, like when I know when they did the lockdowns here, and we noticed it, and they 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 fed like there might be a lockdown. They did this in the UK. There might be a lockdown in a month. And what they did, it prepared everyone to make create that lockdown. So then we started mm-hmm. to believe it. So that's imagination used against us. You see, yep. so it's and that's how it works. And that's the only reason that we can be manipulated is because. Our cells are unilateral. They're not swinging in oscillation. And that's the point of our, this whole information is about being able to bring yourself out of that by removing, you know, the blinkers uh, and raise your consciousness. And it's not so much raising your consciousness. It's about surrendering to the will within yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, we want to get away from this rising and yeah, yeah. Rest of just, just be, you know, the yes, spiritual warrior yes. stands still <laughs> draws everything to them. They don't have to do anything. <laughs> it just, yeah. That's what just, I'm learning. <laughs> yeah it's a slow yeah. learn but yeah we are finally doing the acceptance 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 exactly it's love exactly. love love i mean that's what it's all about yeah. and it seems so simple though so people are like it can't be what it what no there's things to do we have to do something and it's just like really though we yeah. don't <laughs> look it's it you, you just nailed it on the head the simplicity the simplicity yeah. is where the power is yeah now I, i've i've got rid of all of my modalities and i just teach a very very si- and even when i'm telling my students i say and I know they're going, it can't be that easy. And I'm saying, yes, it is. And they're saying, well, how do I draw the symbols? I say, draw them however you want. I want to take all of this left brain out of it, get get rid of all that and just be creative and in the moment. And that's yeah. the beauty of that fluidity. 
you know, and and the, the simplicity is where the power is, and it's so simple. And Spirit have always said you you convolute everything on that pla- on this planet. <laughs> Just it's so mm-hmm. simple, <laughs> you know. And this is why there's all this structure, and we have to decommission ourselves from that. And what I wanted to say too, before I forget, is that any issue you have with your mother, you have with the divine feminine, and the same with your father, you have with the divine masculine. So for your 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 listeners and anyone else, if if they want to deal with those two energies, which are the coming up to the forefront in most human beings now, as the mother and father energies, work out what you do. So if you're resentful to your mother, you're resentful to the feminine. If you feel abandoned by your mother, you feel abandoned by the divine feminine. So let those emotions come up, you know, and there's, there's a few techniques that you can use to sort of let them process because emotional energy just needs your acknowledgement. If you try to attach to it, it will not release. So one of the simple processes I know, I don't teach it as a spiritual workshop. It's, I say we are introducing you to universal laws, which is observation, imagination, inquisitiveness, and giving space for divine current to move into your consciousness. And this is where Einstein was getting. He said, you know, the imagination is the most powerful tool. And it is, it's the most powerful tool we have. So when you get people starting to imagine that they're healing themselves, they're doing they're healing themselves. You don't need a healer. Mm-hmm. And actually, healers are redundant. No one can take away your pain except yourself. Yeah. So yeah, so again, you know, open them up to that sort of conduit of information, and they go, "All right, so I'm already perfect. I just have to remember." Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you're exactly. already brilliant. You just have to remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't have to do nice. twenty thousand workshops, you know. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Wow, that's yeah, and I love that. Um, just reminding even the listeners and stuff to really look at their relationships with their parents, whether it's been in their life or not in their life, because that is something that has come up for me over and over and over and over and over again. And I keep being presented with that because like, for example, I mean, everyone's heard this over and it whatever. <laughs> My father committed suicide. He took his own life. So I have been working with this big ginormous wound of the masculine but that is only a metaphor for so many past lives with my experience with the masculine so i just keep going into my shadow and going into that wound and sitting with it and sitting with it and sitting with it and that is what is helping me to turn more into my feminine self and to trust myself more and it is it's going into that wound and you do you have to look at your relationship with your parents or the the biggest masculine feminine thing because that's also what I'm being called to have clients look at and talk about and they're like well I've gotten over that no no you haven't we have to go back in and look at it (laughs) yeah yeah and that's the problem like that's why we don't work with belief work anymore because you create an emotion with a belief at the same time so a lot of the times when the old belief work especially through theta was very heavy belief based and what happens is you still have emotional charge or emotional energy connected to that belief and you're changing the beliefs but you haven't changed the emotion yes. and that's why it comes back up again so you know that's why we just work with emotional energy now and emotions ironically they want to let go of you as much as you want them out of yourself but we yeah. suppress them so we, yes. we fear them so yeah if you give space through your imagination like you observe it give it a color or a shape close your eyes sit it over one side of the football field I'm, you know you're on the others for example and if you just observe it and just thank it, it will naturally start to dissipate. Yeah. And it's the difference between sitting with that emotional day, or if you just improve that technique, it can go in a few minutes because the emotional yeah. energy and the planet's supporting it now. Our consciousness yes. is yeah, supporting is. the release. So 
you could, if you've got to ride the wave and it, it, it's once you get on that wave it's very <laughs> very simple <laughs> yeah it is I do that with peace. Surfboard, right? <laughs> yeah because I do EFT and I use the peace procedure now which was Gary Craig's thing that he came up with after he he dropped EFT and he was just like I'm just doing this we observe it as yeah. a vibration we bring it to our yeah. heart and yeah. divine blows through it and it's gone and I've yeah. seen it over and over again when people yeah. People observe it as vibration, bring it into their hearts. It goes away. It's amazing. And they're like, that's it. And I'm like, that's yeah. it. Do you feel that's it, it anymore? No. It's like, okay, that's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like people are amazed. No, it's amazing. It's amazing. And that's where quantum physics comes in. And don't get me wrong. I'm not a scientist anyway. But they talk about the observation period of when you observe a particle. Now, if, you're, if it's not being observed, it will change its state. It will go through a wall differently. As soon as it's observed, it comes back to its natural state. And it's the same thing. If you observe something, it will, it will, it will, it will release itself because it's consciousness. Emotions are actual consciousness. You can talk to anger for 10 minutes in a person to go and it'll tell you the whole story of the person. And mm-hmm. that, so it's alive. So, so treat it as a person, treat it as something conscious, give it the respect as you would another human being and it will release itself. And that's the wow. beauty. Again, simple, but we're so wound up with all these rules and procedures, you know, so half the time it's just it's unwinding everything you learn. And, you yes. know, the joke is you, you will only remember everything you already know when you forget everything you know. So you see what I mean? So it's just sort of a bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> what did my one guide say to me that I you wrote it down? Um, I, I'll give you everything if you take nothing with you. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. give you everything if you take nothing with you. I just heard that one day. And it, it's like, yeah, take nothing that you know and you will get everything. it's like that process it's just incredible but yeah it seriously is it's giving yourself permission to feel your feelings yeah 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 yeah. it's so and just surrendering to the fact that you do not know and that's okay yeah people get Mm -hmm. into this frantic state i need to know and they hold on to this ego consciousness i'm this person i'm this identity and it's that attachment that that ruins them and also plugged into a linear lifetime there's no such thing as linear time time doesn't exist it's an illusion so if you plug yourself into mortgage marriage child blah 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 and it doesn't happen in the way you get disappointed you get mm-hmm. you get depressed and this is why people stay in servitude it's why their dreams don't get manifested because they're coming from that fear-based linear time perspective so you have to be you have to be in the moment and you can only receive what you need in the moment and that's from your soul body because you have a soul contract so it's also about that but that's the hardest thing is trusting that because it, we're always going to worry. We're going to worry about money. We're going to worry about our careers. You know, there's always those those processes. So it's it takes it takes a lot of time to to come into that. So that's the hard part, really. The, you know, the tools, the procedures is very simple. But the hard part is, is is learning to trust and trust the feminine energy as well. So because the soul is feminine too, mm-hmm. um, so we have to give space for that. And also yeah. receiving. I've learned receiving practicing that i didn't realize how much like something i can feel it right outside my field and it's like Mm. what i want and i've been asking for and i don't know how to receive it i'm like how do i get to it it's like you receive it you receive it so i've just been practicing breathing in to my heart and just receiving it and for some reason it's like hard (laughs) it's like difficult yeah that's something i've been practicing is the receiving of the feminine and yeah well i know we only have um a little bit of time left is there anything that we want to cover 
no, I think what we're going to do is we're going to ask some questions here and then we will, um, yeah, go into that. And this is what we call the deep dive five. So I'm going to ask you a series of five questions <laughs> and just answer <laughs> however you see fit. <laughs> There's one. How do you define spirituality? Ooh, um, spirituality. So again, I want to get away from that word. I want to, again, like I said, we want to be human. Spirituality really for me is awakening to what you already know within you from through the conditioned state. So spirituality is about becoming conscious of what's unconscious. That, that's, yeah. Are these sort of nutshell answers? What is, or? No, yeah, anything that comes up, it's all up to you. There's no wrong answer. I don't think anyone's no. asked me that question before. <laughs> that's why they're the deep dive five. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And what is your heart's greatest wish? My heart's greatest wish is to become fully conscious whilst I'm awake in this physical body as much as possible. Because I want to have... I want to have that interaction with the non-physical, but also be here as well to enjoy the physicality. Yeah. What has been the best wisdom that you've received and that you live by? Well, the process of trust. I think that's been my greatest to, to show me how to get peace on this planet through the feminine process of trust. That's been my journey for the last five years. So that, I'm getting chills just saying it now. That's that's heartwarming, heartwarming. Sorry. So when I think of that and go into that, I can, I just feel a peace and absolute gratitude and love. So yeah. yeah. What makes you laugh or brings you joy? Acting like a child, which I constantly do, because you've got to stay a child. So what do I joy? Just having a laugh, doing little jokes, mucking around. You know, just just being a child. Yeah, yeah. Keeping that consciousness very present with me. I think very important. We get too rigid as we get older. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what do you about. believe happens? What do you believe happens when we die? Well, we go back into our soul family, depending on how much level of conscious. Some most most of humanity sits around the astral plane. I've been told, but again, there are other people that will go depending on the work they've done, this level of service, how much they've evolved, their physicality. They will could go to different planes of consciousness. I've been told I'll move up to my Viridian consciousness who I work with. That's all I know. I don't really ask a lot of questions around that. Um, but I do know that there are many parallel dimensions. Um, but most people I've been told sit around the astral plane because we're still, what's happening because humanity is so caught up in that um, karmic, well, magnetic cycle now, we're not breaking those patterns. We still have to stay closer to the earth because the vibration, you haven't let go of the vibration. So automatically you're magnetized, you'll stay around the earth plane. Um, and this is why you can see, you know, spirits have been passed over thousands of years ago. You know, you often hear people say, oh, I've seen a Roman soldier walk through the wall or something. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I think there's many planes of consciousness that we, we go to. But what happens as far as I know and what I've been told is that we'll, we'll pass over and you don't evolve a lot between lives. But what will happen is the soul will come to, the, to its extension, us as an individual and say right this is what we need to do now so then that's when you sort of write your soul contract and then you'll you'll incarnate so that's the process i've been told yeah yeah and i can feel that i can feel yeah. like unfinished business internally like i have some things that i gotta work on but i can also feel like my smaller me 
like my me that's here but then my me that's here that makes sense yeah. like yeah, that bigger absolutely. part of me and it's like but yeah. my focal point is my body you know what i'm saying yeah. like my biggest concentrated focal point is where i my consciousness is the most aware which is here if that yeah. makes sense yes because yes. it has to be for me to do the things that i need to do here so like even though there's this big part that I can tap into the most important because a lot of clients of mine um, will like ask me like I just want to know what my past lives are I just want to know what my past lives are I'm like those are helpful and those are like information but the most important life is the one that you're most aware of right now which is your consciousness living here like the most important life is you is that yeah. right yeah absolutely absolutely and we and when we talk about past lives, most of them are happening right now. So that's why we can do past life healing because you're actually when I when I well that's why I do when I, the way I do it is I go and I take the person to that that life and we start talking to them, and then it releases. And as soon as they acknowledge it, releases the emotion. Then generally the person will feel something going on in their body. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I think um, just being and that's the problem with especially in our field is staying in our body it's for us personally. For me, I have to stay grounded because I'm often out, you know, and that's a real issue. It can be a real issue as well. So you have to be very grounded. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with what you said. Okay. Yeah. Because that's just like something I've been feeling. Because I was like, I've gone to shamans. I've had like past life healings around certain things. And there is, um, the shaman told me that I'm walking a parallel life with one of my past lives because there was a lot from like, it's like a long, 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 long time ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> air quotes, um, air quotes. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no time. I, right. <laughs> those, yeah. that's part of my soul is wanting to, is can now do what it was trying to do in this parallel life. It has an opportunity to do in this life. So yeah, absolutely. that's absolutely. what I'm feeling. So I had to connect to that part of my soul, call it back, call my power back, do the shadow yeah. work around it. And all yeah. the, because I was tortured basically in that life for trying to talk about what we're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. And I saw that. I saw something, but you've been burned. All your left, all your left, you're all burned and black, all your toes. So that's very interesting. That just sort of whew, come up there. Yeah. And you're oh, 13 yeah. year old in this life. You need to talk to her as well. 13. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. We've been talking to her for, yeah, a while now. She's, she's been coming been, up. She's coming up she's still, hard. She's still waving. So she <laughs> is. Yes. Yeah. She, she honestly, is. thank you for saying that because she scares me the most. Yeah. 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 She is the darkest part of me. And she's only yeah. 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the crazy yeah. part. But yeah. yeah. And it's so, yeah, I've been burned so many times. So many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's incredible that you see all that stuff. And thank yeah. you for that blue thing. Because I always felt there's this energy here. Yeah, yeah. It's sitting here. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, what they've given you. It's amazing. So if you just breathe into it, if you imagine it and see it, it's going to activate it. And that's probably going to do a lot of healing for you. Oh, yeah. So, because that, that's the center. It, your consciousness is already plugged into it in a multidimensional level. So you already know what to do. But if you observe it through these physical, through your imagination in this body, that's going to it's going to move mountains for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Thank you. Yeah. Well, I would love, I know that we have an hour, but I would love to have you back on. Yeah. yeah there's so much to, to talk about. <laughs> I'm just yeah. thinking like so many things are like Seriously, popping in my head. I'm like, I know. 
Oh, we only have a couple more I know, minutes. I wish I, I wasn't wrap it up, sure but... how long the episode was, so I'm going to stay honest. Like, yeah, that's yeah no, <laughs> but especially with your books coming out and different yeah. things, like, well, one, I'm going to yeah. buy the book. But um, yeah, this is just incredible. And this is what me and Melissa have been waiting to have a conversation. This is what we talk about. Yeah. We, yeah. 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 So no, I really, was really taken to your profile on Podmatch. I thought, yeah, this is a, this is a good fit. And this has been yeah. a lovely conversation. So we can get into more deep, deeper, meaningful things, which I, which I really appreciate. Yeah, so and we can, and I mean, our listeners are prepared, but we can go and talk about some of the deeper stuff too around the shadow work stuff. I'd really like to talk about that because that's actually where I'm starting to take my clients into is right. their shadow realm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And I can do, um, I can do another, I can do a channeling just for this, for this, uh, for our next meet as well. Maybe Spirit have got something they want to say as well. But I've got loads yeah. of stuff I can, I can read off about the shadow that I've channeled. I can talk about it as well. Um, I do like to read off their their their, their works as well because it's very um, it's sometimes when we're talking you forget aspects of what they've written because if there's so much information <laughs> I'm constantly reading my own stuff to learn what I've written. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, I do have a question. Do you see anything from Melissa? Is there anything in her? Yeah, field? sorry, <laughs> uh, Melissa. Okay, let me have a little tune in. I've got a tune in. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, you've got. Let's have a look. We need to do ancestral work. There's, there's, it's almost like you're pulling, you're like the horse and you're pulling them all. And there's a lot of sadness, a lot of sadness. Wow. Sitting back there. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you're, you know um, what? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go on. No, no just before you. Chakra, your belly. There's something going on there. There's a big block there. And this is the abandonment issues coming up. Yeah. Um, your left shoulder. So left shoulder, that side. Yeah, this is grief. Um, I see a sword there. There's there's some past life wounding or other life wounding coming up there. Um, let's have a look. You need to work with emerald green. You need to work with green at the moment. Something green, green crystals. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're talking about you don't give yourself enough value. There's something to do with value. Yeah, you need to you need to process that. A great quote is value can't be achieved, can't be given, it must be remembered. So you need to tune into that, it must be remembered because it's sitting there. Um, and you're, you're, there's a bit of blockage here, like you've got a good power center, you've got a lot of potential there, but there's something vibrating that's stuck there. This is shadow energy as well. Yeah, and I think it's fear-based, like fear and love are the only two emotions really anyway. So, but yeah, there's, there's some fear sitting around the, uh, for the solar plexus at the moment. Yeah, that is incredible because we were just really talking is. about how she's stepping into being the matriarch of the family, uh, so the okay. ancestral stuff and all that stuff yep. and the feminine. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Beautiful. Yep. That resonates completely. Yeah. That, that okay. ancestral is ready to go as well. It's it's ready. Just acknowledge yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what to do. You got oh, your technique. It's so great to hear yeah. that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you so much. This has today. been incredible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's lovely to talk to you. Lovely energy. Really enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. we were definitely. Yeah, we'll be in touch. I may just. Do you have an Instagram? Yes, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's Universal Heat. I, I can text. Do I have you? I don't have your email. Do I? I'll sort of check. Uh, I've got it Bye. somewhere. Yeah, send it to her email and the email yeah. of the our thing because I'll follow you and stuff because I just need to be in connection with like minded people. Like you're. Yeah, yeah it's so important to me right now. So. 
Yeah, Fantastic. No yeah, me too. Lovely. Yeah, Thank and you. our listeners can find you um, at alignment, alignmentmodality.com. That's the best correct. place for them to go, correct? Yeah, and yeah, no, all, all the details are on there. See, just the website's easier. Yeah. All right, cool. And you have a podcast as well, don't you? I do. Yes, 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 yes. I'll be What's bringing another, another episode out next week. <laughs> What's nice. it called? Um, alignment. Okay, yeah. alignment. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I'll listen to that too. Yeah, awesome. for sure. Thank Great. you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you so no, much so for much. showing up here today. Um, for our yeah. listeners, for us, it was beautiful. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you so much. Lovely to connect. Yeah. All right, guys, and definitely we'd love to see you again for sure. That'd be great. Yeah. Enjoy your day. All right. Hopefully the weather gets better. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. hopefully. (laughs) And thank you to our listeners for showing up um, as always as well. And we will, we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like to find out more about Paul Quinton and his exciting and revolutionary alignment modality, go to alignmentmodality.com. And check out his podcast, Alignment Modality Consciousness Transformation. Links are in the show notes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.